Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. And then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Hello, friends, and welcome to the High Wire segment in Sports Talk, where we put our reputations and maybe even careers on the line by unveiling just how wrong we are on a regular basis. This is Write That Down on Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. How are we feeling, gentlemen? Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff, our executive producer. Are we ready for... These are the these are the first predictions leading up to week one of the regular season. This is a big, big week for us. I'm just trying to keep myself calm. Keep that heart rate in week check. Week one is here. Week one is here. The pressure is mounting. Deep breaths. I'm in last place. I gotta I gotta ratchet it up. I gotta get hot at some point here. Yeah, step it up, Zolgad. When are you gonna admit that you were wrong? Probably today, multiple That's times. My wife. She'll tell you. That That's also true. <laughs> uh, for those of you who are watching us on Purple Daily on a TCL TV on the YouTube channel, thank you guys. TCL is one of the fastest growing and uh, largest electronic consumer brands you're going to find uh, in the country. And you can find an award-winning lineup of new TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love. With TCL, daily Vikings entertainment, and we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. We'll get to guest listener predictor Martin in just a second here, but here's how this works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions each week from everybody. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of your completion percentage and any touchdowns that you may throw if a prediction rises to that level. If you guys want to participate, you can either hit us up through the feedback link on the Score North app at the bottom or just send Declan Declan Goff on uh, Twitter, Instagram, some sort of a message in his DMs that uh, never gotten me in trouble. So yes, isn't creepy. Yeah, me. Yeah, it always sounds so so um, interesting. Slide into Dex's grandma's DMs. chicken salad. We can make hey, anything I'd sound like creepy. On right, I'd like to be on write that down. And what are you doing Saturday night? <laughs> That's right. God. Uh, yeah, thanks. Write it down. You like writing things down? Thanks for making it so creepy. Shoot. Yeah. All right, so let's get to the accountability session here. Judd Zolgad, you had a few things come off the board. 
You said Mo Ibrahim will rush for 100 yards or more and score at least one touchdown. He did so before popping his Achilles tendon. <laughs> it's unfortunate. I hate to hear that. Yeah. We're going to circle back to the second one in just a moment. Uh, the third one, Mr. Mankato winner, Patrick Jones. I think we determined that uh, K.J. Osborne is the Osborne, likely yeah, okay. winner of Mr. Mankato. In fact, I think we should just crown him. Yeah, okay. I'm good That's with that. It. All right, congratulations, KJ Osborne. KJ Osborne, you win. You are Mr. Mankato. Came back a much better player than you were last year. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo will not be with the 49ers when the 2021 season begins. Yeah. And uh, Judd Zolga, I, I don't think any of us really batted an eyelash or thought second at all about this prediction when he made it. Uh, I'm not saying that it's not. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm not saying it's an illegal prediction. I just don't know if Judd's playing the game the right way with this prediction. Uh-huh. He said Wyatt Davis will be second on the Vikings depth chart by the start of the regular season. And he is correct because the depth second. chart came yeah. out yesterday and he is second behind Ole Udo at right guard. But here's the reality, Declan. Okay. The Vikings usually only keep nine, maybe ten offensive linemen. Very rarely will you keep 11 offensive linemen. Right. And so by nature, there is no such thing as a third string offensive lineman on a regular season roster because there's five starters and usually somewhere between three and five backups. So all of them are second string listed (sighs) on the Vikings. They have four backup offensive linemen. So technically they don't have a backup left guard. Okay. Here's the thing, Declan, as if you guys are going to gang up on me. We're the committee members here. We're the committee members here. There's there's nothing to decide here because it was a a correct prediction. All I'm saying is I feel like you already get criticized for being a check down Charlie here in Purple Daily Write yeah, That Down. Yeah. And this was your sneakiest check down. This was like you know this I was am? one of those like flea flicker fake double reverse and you still no. dump it off to a tight end in the flat. That's you know what, what you I just am? did here. I'm the Rays. I just balked <laughs> you to third base so you can't steal signs at second, okay? It's ridiculous. Yeah, of course, on a 90-man camp roster, there's like fourth-string guys that are out there. There's third-stringers. Not on a 53-man regular season roster. There's only nine offensive linemen. They're all second-string. Well, you know what? We can write a rule for next year that you can't make that this prediction. Yeah. But until then, I'm celebrating my my two for four. Just want to highlight. Just want to highlight. All right? <laughs> yeah, come after me. All right. Oh, man. I, I may have been mad because I had a bad week. I said uh, <laughs> the Gophers will pull off the upset and beat Ohio State in their season opener. All right. They were actually kind of close. They had, they had the lead late in the third quarter at one point, or mid-third quarter. Uh, I said uh, in week one at New Orleans, Blake Bortles, at the time I made this prediction, was a Packers quarterback, will be responsible for at least three turnovers. I held out hope that they'd bring old Blake Bortles back. Doesn't look like that's going to happen in time for week one. I also said Irv Smith Jr. will catch at least 50 passes for the Vikings this season. Ooh, that's, a tough, that's a tough beat yeah. right there. Uh, however, I said the Vikings 53-man roster in week one will include at least two players who are not currently, as of August 25th, on the roster. I think it's at least three because they have a new punter. They have a couple new tight ends. Yep. Yeah. That might be it. Good one. So that was correct. Uh, listener Steve said the Vikings will trade for Chandler Jones before the season starts. I don't see that happening in the next few days. Great. So we'll check that one off. And Declan had Kenny Nwangu as Mr. Mankato. He got hurt. Wasn't Oops. really fair. 
So Declan still leads with a 40% completion rate, two touchdowns. Listeners at 35% completions, two touchdowns. Judd out of the cellar at 34%, no touchdowns. I'm at 32%, but that's okay because I throw bombs. I have five touchdowns on the season. I throw the ball down the field. I am the Jameis Winston of write that down. And I have no fear of uh, of splitting two defenders 25 yards up the seam. So, boys, let's get uh, Martin in here. He's our guest listener predictor this week on Write That Down. Hello, Martin. What is your strategy on Write That Down this week? Hi, Phil. Uh, I won't be going down the judge two-yard pass-off technique. But, um, I'll be the first one's about a middle pass, 15, 25 yards. Then um, a deep pass, and then a hell mary at the end. I like. Love it. it. Love. It. Yeah. Don't be. Don't be a coward here. Okay. Let's get the average yards per attempt up above like two and a half. All right. That's. that's you got to come after me. Average average I'm out of the of cellar attempt. right now. Okay. <laughs> I am completing checkdowns all over the field. <clears throat> you guys bring it on. That's bring right. it on. I'm QB one. Okay. All right. Yeah. All, right. Uh, all right. Let's start with. We'll do this. Martin's going to lead us off here. You're going to take the first snap. Then Judd, Declan, back to me. Three predictions. We'll go around the room three different times. They must be quantifiable. Martin, the ball is yours. Okay. The NFC North champions will have the lowest winning rate of all the NFC teams, and they will be the only qualifiers in the playoffs. Okay. Okay. So, like, and and I think that would count a tie, too, technically. Like, if they were 9-8 and eight, yeah. and then, like, Washington was 9-8, and eight, then they would be tied for the lowest, so Martin would still get that point. I, I would probably assume the NFC East and North are, are probably going to have only maybe one team each get in. I think the oh, West is stacked, are, South is stacked. You never know. You're underestimating the Dan Campbell effect in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> exactly why. Dan Campbell. All right, Judd Zilgad, go ahead. Delvin Cook will rush for 100 or more yards and at least a touchdown on Sunday. Okay. So he will have a 100 or 100-plus rushing yard day and will have at least one touchdown. Okay. And that touchdown could be anything? Yep. Yes. You just yep. have at least yep. a touchdown. Because he can catch a pass. Okay. Cool. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, Dex. A little similar to Judd, but with uh, the receiving core. I'll say Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen will combine for at least 150 yards and at least two touchdowns against the Bengals. So Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen will combine for at least 150 yards and at least two touchdowns against the Bengals. Okay. I think the, the, the two touchdowns, I think, puts that one over the top. Um, if they do combine for two touchdowns, is that, I almost feel like this is a touchdown prediction by you. It's, it's what do you guys think? It's, it's kind of borderline. Well, here, here's my. Borderline, sure. It's borderline. I guess maybe we'll 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 discuss it next week when it obviously it comes true and I and I get completion for it. Uh, but um, <laughs> the Bengals cornerbacks this week are going to be absolutely terrible, and Jefferson and Thielen are going to go off like 150 yards. I'm just basically saying at the least, yardage isn't that big. The yardage yeah. isn't big, but the two touchdowns, yes. So basically, I'm saying 75 yards each, you know, and and a touchdown each is kind of what okay. I'm. Mean. It's saying. close. It's close. It's we'll borderline. Discuss. I mean, we'll it's, it's definitely a chunk. It's a chunk play. It's a chunk, it's a play. chunk play if it happens. Yeah. Okay. All right. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. I'm sure some of you guys saw the news yesterday that Jake Browning was signed to the practice squad of the Cincinnati Bengals right as they start preparation for the Minnesota Vikings. I'm sure they've been preparing for a few weeks as you know, they know their week one opponent, but 
Um, is it a coincidence or are they just looking to use Jake Browning to gather information about the team that, uh, that, that waved him a few weeks ago? I'm going to say they're just using him for information. Write this down. The Bengals will release Jake Browning by the end of September. They will have no more use for him. I think off the record, they might release him next week. They just want to get some information out of him, but I'm going to give him through the end of September as a Bengal. That's what teams do. It's smart. If they can get some information, if he wants to burn a bridge. Write it down. You like writing things down. Would you talk? If they said, we're bringing you in for a week. We don't really, we have no desire for you to actually like develop in our system. We just want information and we'll pay you for a week to give us information. Would you guys do it? It depends on the pay. Because if it's if it's you know salary or uh, practice squad pay for a week, that might be what I make in a year. So yeah, I would actually very much consider this offer. Jeff, would you do it? <laughs> um, yeah, if I didn't have a job, of course I would. Yeah, okay. Like if right. I didn't, if I was sitting there with no job, and yeah. you came and said, "Tell me what the Vikings," because I mean, all he's going to do is say they run a lot. They don't really throw. <laughs> uh, well, the good news is you do have a job. You drink Surly, Judd. Tell the audience. Oh, you know what? I don't just drink drink it. I live the Surly Furious lifestyle. In fact, if you're watching us right now, this one comes from last night's Purple After Dark because Surly is my beer and Furious is my beer specifically. And if you don't have a a 6 or a 12 in your fridge for the football weekend, which of course begins on Thursday, then it's time to go to the liquor store. Surly is... mm, a delicious beer furious my choice don't settle get surly literally go get it today so you have it for the weekend also like if you know if you're just not interested in uh, working anymore let's say jake browning's just done working well he might want to try his hand at the lottery the minnesota lottery which has two vikings themed scratch games this season a five dollar game that can win up to a hundred thousand dollars that'll get jake by for a while and then a two dollar skull game that can win you up to fifteen thousand dollars Great second chance prizes like Vikings tickets and merchandise as well. So say I'm into Vikings scratch games from the Minnesota Lottery. You must be 18 or older Write that down. to play. All right, I believe we're back to Martin here. Your second prediction? Okay, write this down. By the draft 2022, Zimmer will no longer be coach. And by two Super Bowls after that, he will be on a Super Bowl team. Wow, dude. Oh, good. Wow. Oh. So so he won't be the coach of the Vikings. This is a this is a parlay that could take years to play out and we have a bunch of these stored away. So he won't be coach by the draft next year and yeah. then by in terms of calendar years by the 2024 the the February yes. 2024 Super Bowl, he will have coached in a Super Bowl or been part of a Super Bowl team. Yeah, he will coach where these defensive coach one of the Coordinators, like special that. advisor potentially, yeah, yeah. special defensive. Yeah. That advisor. is a that is a bomb from midfield that gets caught. If that's right, I could see. I mean, that's obviously correct. he's on the hot seat, so the first part of that prediction is is very doable. And then if he becomes a free agent coach, I could very easily see him latching on as a defensive coordinator on a team that's ready to rock and roll, like Dallas or whatever. I could see that happening. Uh, all right, Judd, your second prediction. My second prediction also pertains to Sunday's opener at Cincinnati. Daniil Hunter will have two or more sacks in that game. So for Sunday's game, Daniil Hunter will get to Joe Burrow two or more times, Declan. Okay. You and I high on him. I've got him I've got him on the Mackey and Judd edition of write that down with a strip wow. sack in that game. So 
You better I love what I've all. seen. Love what I've seen from him. Mm-hmm. I'll keep like that train going and say Daniil Hunter will sack Joe Burrow on the first pass attempt by the Bengals. Wow, dude. So another wow. touchdown throw That's for me touch- here. Daniil Hunter wow. will sack love Joe it. Burrow on the first yep. pass attempt by the Bengals. That's love a touchdown. That's no big time. questions. That's big time. You we have a few. I, th- I want to say it was, I think it was our guy Pulford Skoll has a prediction about the first Vikings offensive play yeah. in this game from like months ago. I think it was a completion to Thielen offensively. I think it's like a parlay of like absurd first play situation. <laughs> like they win the toss, they get to the 30 yard line, Thielen gets a first. It's a pretty impressive parlay. It is. Something like that. All right. Uh, write this down. You guys think I'm so negative when it comes to Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins will be credited with either a fourth quarter comeback and or a game winning drive in this game. So I th- I think the Vikings might be in for a fight in this game. I could see them trailing in the second half, and I think old Kirky boy, the late game luminary, the dagger doctor, the secondary slayer himself. God, you so overcompensate sometimes with Kirk this one. Cousins. Like just out of nowhere, you're like people think I hate Kirk. Kirk will ascend to heaven when he dies. Yeah. <laughs> His body will just Kirk lift will. to heaven. <laughs> oh, man. So he will, uh, he'll be credited with either a fourth quarter comeback okay. and or a game winning drive. Write this down. All right. Back to Martin, your third and final prediction. Okay. I got a Kirk Cousins one. Quarterback Kirk Cousins will miss at least one game through COVID protocol, and the backup quarterbacks will have a record of 500 or better. Okay. All right. Right now, Kellen Mond is the rostered backup quarterback, right? This I is mean, a this is interesting. Yes. So he is, and and Mannion's on the practice squad. Here's the deal: they can activate Mannion twice uh, from the practice squad and send him then down the next day without him going through the waiver process. The third time, he is subject to having to be put on the fifty-three man roster. Okay. So so you've got two shots. So there's a chance that what they're going to do is, unless Kirk is declared out, like he, he is put into quarantine, that if he just gets hurt during the course of a game or has to come out, that Mond will be the backup. But then if they declare Kirk out and so he's not going, he can't start, he can't play, that they would bring Mannion up and actually perhaps play him not to subject Mond to an entire game. That's so they, they must feel good enough about Mond to where if Kirk goes down in the second quarter, then they're okay with him just coming in the game and figuring it out. Unless they right? have a plan to activate, you know, unless they have a plan to bring Mannion up twice and then the third time clear a roster spot, yes. The answer yeah. to question is Interesting. Interesting. All right, Martin, you've done a great job here on your first Write That Down appearance. Since you've got this life-changing platform here of Vikings fans watching, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment? Okay, I'd like to thank my wife, Rachel, for being dragged along to Minnesota. Oh, no, sorry, the NFL games at London. Sadly, she missed the Minnesota Vikings in 2013 because Uh. of our second child. She was pregnant at the time. Um, I would like to thank a TV channel, Channel 4, who brought NFL to uh, the UK for the first time in 1984. And you guys, who make me laugh every day on my journeys when I'm delivering around the UK. Love it. So, so Martin, how did you become a Vikings fan? I know that like we've got friends here in the... United States that will just randomly pick a European soccer team and like that. Did you just randomly pick the Vikings or what happened? 
Uh, well, the first live Super Bowl show in this country was this, uh, one, the Chicago one against um, the Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots. Uh, yeah, Patriots yeah. yeah, so most people were Chicago fans, and I was for a little while. And then uh, about nine years later, I said to loads of my friends, watch out for the Vikings. They're going <laughs> to do really well. And it went about three seasons. Then from then onwards, I was a Vikings fan. Amazing. So you've, you've chosen this masochistic <laughs> life that is being a Minnesota Vikings fan. This is a life that you, you weren't even born into it. You've chosen masochism. Yeah. Yes, yes. And like every, every season was, yeah, they're winning that season. They're winning that season. And we're still going. At some point, though, before we yeah. all die, at some yeah, point. Yeah. All right, Martin, yeah. great stuff, man. We'll get you on again sometime and enjoy the season. I will. Thank you for that. All right, that is a guest listener predictor from down. Across love the, the Pond. Love the, I love the accent. <laughs> Listen, it's I mean. It's so intelligent. 2021's been a big year for Purple Daily. We are Marconi finalists, which is enough for us, whether we win it or not in October. Yeah, it's just uh, it's very yeah. nice to be finalists. We are international in scope. We've we're got huge in Europe. We really are. I think we're I think like Thailand too. We're pretty big in Thailand. We're yeah. big in Europe. We're yeah. big in Europe. <laughs> They're demanding we we come and play shows. We're gonna play Wembley at some point. Just do a little forty minute episode. A little the, pr- little purple positivity Wednesday. <laughs> I'll just take the small cavern club. Yeah. That works too. All right, Judd, your third and final prediction here this week. Okay, in light of the reports that have come out, I'm going to give you this, and I'm also going to provide a detail. Because I think that will make it fair. Brian O'Neill will sign a contract extension before the opener on Sunday, okay. and it will be for five years. Okay. So the contract will be a five-year contract, and I don't have. I, I'm just. I'm going by what I've seen right tackles get as far as as term. So Brian O'Neill will sign a contract extension before the season opener, okay. and it's going to be a five-year contract. And we've seen some reports. I know Doogie, Doogie's been all over this on the Mackie and Judd show and the Scoop podcast, and now it sounds like Jason Lock and Ford, that there's, they're, close they're close on yeah. something. We don't know what the parameters are. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, Declan, your final prediction. Yeah, I'll just uh, I'll go with another Vikings-Bengals one. I'll say the Vikings will beat the Bengals by at least 10 points. Ooh. The Vikings will beat the Bengals by at least 10 points. You know, Pretty it's, a, so it's a three-point spread. I feel like that's a touchdown pass. You're going seven points above the spread. Okay. I think that's a touchdown pass. All right, I got well, let's just, yeah, let's two out of three at least. That's fine. For sure, touchdown. I, I mean, that's a, like, how, I want touchdown. How many, time, how, how many times out of ten, with all the outcomes of this game, right, how many times out of ten does it end with Vikings winning by double digits? I less would, than five for sure. I guess less than yeah, three or four. Probably like yeah. two, or, two, or, probably two or three maybe. Okay, Judd, yeah. you seem dis- displeased with this. I, mean, I, 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 I don't. I think the first two are more touchdowns than. I mean, ten points is the Bengals might aren't that good. I don't think. Yeah. But anyway, but but, but Vegas is telling like you it's a two. it's a three point spread for this game. Yeah, but it's the Vikings by three on the road, which is which means that they they firmly believe that the Vikings are the better club. Okay. But All I mean, right. I, it's I'll fine. Put, I'll put it's touchdown fine. question mark on parentheses on on my first we'll, and third predictions, and then we'll discuss. We can debate them. it next week. Yes. I feel like the first when one. When I'm robbed I feel like by both first, of them, I'll then call you both out. Yes, that'll be fine. I feel like the first one has a better. I feel the first one because th- this team is loathed to pass at times. I feel like the first one is more touchdown than the point spread one. Upon mm-hmm. further well, review, we'll, the touchdown has been recalled 
ball be placed. The but that's fine. Yards. Yeah, let's <laughs> brawl about it next. Yeah. Let's yeah. wait till till next week and then brawl about yeah. it if we had to push off. All right, uh, my final prediction. Judd made a similar one on Mackie and Judd today about uh, Chris Myers and is it Moose? Is that the that's Daryl Moose Johnson, former okay. Cowboy fullback? Yeah. So you you said we're going to get them at least four times this year. I'm going to tell you that we're for sure going back to back. That we're going to get Moose and Chris Myers. Arizona. We get them this weekend. We're also going to get them in Arizona next week. Okay, that's so we're call. going back to back out of the gate with with that amazing broadcast crew. Chris I Meyer. think you might be right. <laughs> so uh, there it is. Those are you. Write that Write down. Predictions down. here on uh, Purple Daily. Uh, a shout out too to Moon Motorsports. So Moon Motorsports in Monticello is just a fantastic oasis if you are into power sports. If you're into snowmobiles, motorcycles, ATVs, side by sides. It's the most exciting and largest inventory selection in the region. Brands like Honda, Polaris, Yamaha, Can-Am. If you just want to ride something powerful, winter's approaching, you want a new snowmobile, uh, Moon Motorsports is where it's at. 50 years, family-owned and operated. You can check them out at moonmotorsports.com. Um, Declan, is this an emergency text here? Oh, uh, no, it's Sorry, not. You sent this it like 20 a, minutes ago. It was ago. off the Sorry. color. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. No. Um, I thought you were texting me like an audible mid show here, but we gotta go. Hot route. We gotta go. We gotta go. Hot route. You go over there. I go over here. You know, we'll, we'll, hot route. Audible. <laughs> Blue twenty two. Uh, boys, kill, kill, kill. It's a purple positivity Wednesday here as well. So we're gonna go around the room. We'll start with Judd. Something positive you're feeling about the Minnesota Vikings here on this Wednesday before Week One of the regular season. I will go with what we talked about last night on Purple After Dark and say this. I feel like the the things that went wrong in training camp and, and then in the 0-3 exhibition season have given us a foreboding that I think is I think right now is overblown. Um, Zimmer is right in, in what he said in his press conference on Wednesday, which is the depth of this team might not be great, but the starters I think are pretty good. And the starters essentially didn't play in the exhibition season. And look, a lot has to go right to win. But I still think that when you uh, trot your starters out there on Sunday, this is a pretty good football team. Uh, The defense, there is no question, should be not just improved, but improved by a lot. The offense, if they can hold up offensive line-wise especially, but the offense, when it comes to skill position players, has some elite talent. So my positivity is this. I understand the the sense of foreboding. I understand that things um, in the last month haven't gone as well as expected. But I don't know that that matters a ton. And so I think when the season starts on Sunday, this team could get out there and be pretty damn good. Now they got to get stay healthy. I mean, there's a lot of things that can't be hit by COVID. I get all that. But I just feel like we're really down right now about a lot of things that might not, that feel familiar as far as, oh, no, here we go again. But I don't think they're going to affect you when the ball is put into the air on Sunday in Cincinnati. Uh, I just want, for, for context, you mentioned Mike Zimmer talking about depth today at the Vikings practice facility. His quote was, it's concerning. He, uh, this is when asked specifically about their depth. He said, it's concerning. I feel really good about the top guys. And then some of these young guys got to come on. But when you're kind of top heavy with finances, that's what you've got to do. Hopefully we stay healthy and try to get these younger guys better. And I will say I echo the same sentiment in that 
if the Vikings have some injury issues, which that's football, like I think you're lucky if you don't have injury issues in the yeah. NFL, then I'm also concerned. But if it's just the starters, and this is this is my purple positivity comment. If it's just the starters, I love this defensive line. Yeah. I'm curious to see how two basically two nose tackles operate in passing situations. I don't know if the Vikings are going to get enough pressure up the middle in certain passing Sheldon situations. Will, Sheldon will play, though. But, but right. And I'm, I'm talking yeah. on the down specifically where Pierce and, and uh, Tomlinson are sure. in the game. But you've got Richardson to come in. You know, Daniil Hunter is one of the best players in the NFL. And then even though it's kind of a question mark at the other defensive end spot and Wanham did not have a great pressure rate, he had a couple good games, but his overall pressure rate was not great last year. Everson Griffin... He's not the same player he was five years ago, but Everson Griffin for like 250 or 300 snaps, he had a really good pressure rate even last year with uh, bouncing around to different teams. So I just uh, I don't think I'm going to put it on the same level as the Jared Allen, Williams, Wall, Ray Edwards defensive front. And from a run-stopping perspective, those teams also had Antoine Winfield, who's one of the greatest tackling cornerbacks and run-stopping cornerbacks in NFL history. So they... I'm not going to put this run-stopping unit on that level, but I think you're going to see a huge, huge jump with this defensive line. They're adding, from last year, they're adding Daniil Hunter, Michael Pierce, Delvin Tomlinson, Everson Griffin, and Sheldon Richardson. They're going to feed. So it's it's a totally different unit um, and some familiar faces, and I'm excited to watch the new guys in the middle. Yeah, that was going to be mine too, but I'll, take, I'll, I'll go another side of the football, I'll go back to the offensive side. And I'm going to say, I'm going to be a Mike Zimmer disciple here. If there's any Zimmer family watching, I think I might be adopted into their, uh, into their clan here after, after what I'm about to say. I think this is going to be a fun, fun matchup of ground and pound football with Dalvin Cook, even my guy C.J. Ham, the fullback getting involved. Football. And last year, he really wasn't utilized as much as he was in his rookie season, but Alexander Madison, I, I, you know, he had a pretty strong rookie year, and I feel like last year he kind of got forgotten about. He wasn't used as much. He unfortunately kind of has that black eye against him, not getting that one extra yard against the Seahawks in, in, in the primetime game, too. But I'm going to say that Dalvin Cook, Alex Madison, C.J. Hammond might not be the sexiest way to play football. But you know what, damn it? It's still football. And they're going to pound the rock, and they're going to have plenty of carries football. and plenty of touches to help facilitate this offense. So Dalvin Cook, Alex Madison, C.J. Ham, I'm, much, I'm all ready for it. I'm very much ready for it. No one ever talks about C.J. Ham, man, but he's a good fullback. There's like four fullbacks left in the NFL. Yeah, he's one of them. They're almost extinct. Yeah. You know, we need like a nature documentary, <laughs> Discovery Dinosaur. Channel, and there goes C.J. Ham. It's on one the of way. Four remaining fullbacks in America. It's on the way of the fullback. The fullbacks <laughs> used to roam NFL fields <laughs> and all over. Mike Allstadt. <laughs> Sam Gash, oh, now, Tony so, Richardson. Yeah, Tony Richardson. I have a big Tony, Bro, Richardson. and kind of one of us from Duluth. He's, he's Tom home. Rathman. He's a hometown kid. Oh. I challenge you guys to a fullback name off. Tom Rathman. Oh yeah, Sam Gash. Mike Allstott. Sam Gash is great, dude. My up, Mike Allstott's another good kind of one. There was a lot. Um, Who was oh, that guy? Mark Schle- uh, Schle- Schlesinger, yeah. that yeah. Lions player yeah. that we were from. Yeah, yeah. Schlesing. All of them just ran yeah. barreled straight ahead. I could see Short Dan Campbell's there. Lions having like a multiple fullback roster. Was all like four fullbacks in the game at the same time? He was a running back in high school and college, but I think he played fullback. Was Thomas Tapay technically a fullback? Yes, he was. Yeah, yes, he was. Random. Thomas Tapay had that cr- those crazy eyes too. 
crazy. Judd asked him one time, or actually it might have been Chip. It was one of the was one of the hurt. Axis Vikings guys. He had a foot injury of some kind that I think I think Childress even like like it was he had a foot injury. It was known, and uh, I remember it was me and like either Judd and or Chip walked up to Tepe after practice and said, "Hey, you know, Childress mentioned your foot injury. You're just checking to see how your foot's doing." And he goes, "What are you talking about?" He like yep. wide eyes turns his head. Oh, coach just uh, mentioned your foot injury. He's like. I don't have a foot injury. And, <laughs> and then what was really weird was... It's in a walking tur- boot. <laughs> it, it turned out that, that he and his camp had hidden it, and they didn't tell... Like, he came to training camp with it, and they didn't tell the Vikings. And so the, I think the Vikings just summarily released him, right? I think it, so. Didn't they just let... They're, they're like, yeah. hey, dude, we're done here. Yeah, I think that's what happened. But Tony Richardson, though, yeah. that was one of the... When he left, that hurt, because he was the one that told AP... Just follow me, dude. Follow like me. you have no idea what you're doing, but you're really, really good. Yeah. Follow me. First couple of years of AP, he was it wasn't he didn't really know what was happening no. offensively. Just just take the ball, run behind Tony. Fun trivia fact to Thomas Tapay. He is the only athlete to ever score a touchdown at the Metrodome in high school, college, and the NFL level. Wow. Well, dude, did right. you guys okay. Did nope, you guys no see idea. since we're down this path, this isn't a fullback <laughs> stat, but did you guys see Derrick Henry's high school stats get Posted around yesterday. No, I I did not. But I are they just absurd? Okay, just like three thousand yards in eight dude. Or something. More what? So Derrick Henry in high school. So he's the only player, I guess, in football history to run for at least two thousand yards in a season in high school, college, and the NFL. Well, it's only happened a handful of times in the NFL. His senior year in high school, he played thirteen games. He ran. 462 times for 4,261 <laughs> yards and 55 touchdowns. Oh my God, did, did he get tackled? Dude, I don't know. He averaged, okay, he averaged 9.2 yards per attempt on 462 attempts in 13 games his senior year. Oh my God. That's absurd, dude. <laughs> Dude, that's ridiculous. Uh, he averaged 327 yards per game that season. The other three years, so starting as a freshman, he ran for 2,400, 2,800, and 2,600. He racked up over 12,000 rushing yards and 153 touchdowns in four years in high school. Oh, my God. He must have seriously (laughs) never been tackled for the most part. I know. Like, touched but not tackled. It's hilarious. All right. That's a wrap, I think, on today's episode. A lot of positivity right there. A lot of positivity, Uh, dudes. Also, positivity, if you're a business owner, Federated Insurance is here backing you, supporting you. They can be your front line of defense to fend off risks that could uh, either damage your business or uh, maybe put your employees in harm's way. Just make sure you've got a good night's sleep and you're covered when it comes to risks. Federated Insurance and federatedinsurance.com. Remember at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. So, all right, uh, and Judd alluded to it, but if you missed it, last night, Purple After Dark, the big announcement, Realistic Randy. I know a lot of you guys also listen to his podcast and watch his YouTube channel. He was an OG original caller on our old Mackie and Judd radio show on 1500 ESPN and Vikings Ventline, which was just a radio show, and uh, he's done some cool things on his own. He's going to be a weekly contributor for us starting last night on Purple After Dark on Tuesdays. So check that out and let us know your feedback and your thoughts. All right, boys. Don't forget, pick up your Shirley. That's right. The Purple Daily. coming. We got football tomorrow night. Damn right Thir- we, we do. We got Thursday oh, night. 
Cowboys, Buccaneers, okay? Damn right we do. By the way, uh, Cowboys, Buccaneers, you can hear on Score North Radio in the Twin Cities, AM 1500. Really? Respect the arts. Football. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Purple Daily, presented by Surly. The Meadows at Mystic Lake has modified its golf policies to follow the COVID-19 public health recommendations and welcomes you to play this award-winning public golf course. It offers a unique, challenging, and scenic golf experience. The Meadows at Mystic Lake is a full-service golfing destination, enhanced by nearby food and entertainment, including the Meadows Bar and Grill and Mystic Lake Casino Hotel. It's never too early to book a tee time or shop the pro shop. Stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by Shakopee Midwakanton Sioux Community.